0: Welcome to the Shop Show Hot Take, powered by Rain Body Fuel. Listen, if you've ever wanted to try Kratom, now is the time. My friends over at Happy Hipple Herbals are giving away Kratom 100% free. That's right, free Kratom, son. No cost to you at all. Seriously, this is the perfect time to go see what Kratom is all about. You look at your boy here. Right now, I'm on Kratom, on stage, doing stand-up. I'm on Kratom. The 7,000 podcasts I do every week. I'm on Kratom. I swear by Kratom, but you got to get it from a trusted source. And that's why Happy Hippo is my go-to. Again, you can try it for free. 100% risk-free. 100% free to you. See why Kratom is known as the limitless pill from your boy here. Or you can visit happyhippoherbals.com. Use promo code THICKBOY. For 20% off for life, you can use that code as many times as you want. That's HappyHippoHerbals.com. Use promo code THICKBOY for 20% off for life. What's up, Thickies? Our boy Nate Diaz is trending in the fight world for a variety of reasons. One big tweet got it done. Now, before I give you this hot take on Nate Diaz, there's a misconception that me and Nate Diaz have some weird beef. Insert video here, team. That was just a misunderstanding. I was doing a job for Showtime. I had to basically pitch on why Conor McGregor can win the fight. I think he took it as me siding with Conor McGregor. And then the trolls got a hold of the video and put some words that never happened, but I actually like Nate and Nick for that matter. I like both of them. I think they represent the sport great. And I think they're complete badasses and they're actually great for the brand. And that's why they're two of the biggest stars, even though they don't win that often, it doesn't matter. They've cemented their legacy, and they're still fantastic, and they're fan favorites for that reason. So let's get into it. Nate has been crying for the UFC to release him. He has one fight left on his contract. If you look at his tweets, well, it's pretty clear what he wants to do. Uh, A short time ago, he put, I'm trying to get on this Bellator MMA card in April with my boy Yancey Menderos in Hawaii. What's up with it, Bellator? So that's him saying, hey, I want to play for the other team. And right after that, he tweeted out, taking a piss on the UFCPI. I could do this because I get paid more than all you guys and they won't cut me. Fair point. Pissing on the Apex Center. And then he also, May 28th, tweeted out, I've been trying to fight for a year and months. I also tried to fight Hamzat for the last month and a half, but he was hurt, had visa issues, overweight, and now his bitch ass is off getting married instead of fighting. What the fuck? I'm trying to get a fight with a real fighter ASAP, July LFG. For you boomers out there, that stands for let's fucking go. And then most recently, and that's why we're here, he tweeted out, UFC, release. He put should have put me, but he didn't. He said, release now, please, or give me fight with anyone in July or August. I have bigger shit to do. Also included in this is a video of Jake Paul knocking Woodley out cold. So this is nate diaz alluding to he wants to be released if you don't give him a fight because he has bigger shit to do like fight jake paul which he thinks he would make all the money in the world now would he make all the money in the world well that's up for debate so the main reason why nate is so upset and um impatient with the ufc and keeps saying give me a fight give me a fight figure it out everybody all these mma experts and analysts out there and i don't consider myself an expert or an analyst for that matter. But figure it out. All they're trying to do is Nate has one fight left on his contract. All they're doing is milking this thing out because it's a marathon, not a sprint for the UFC. They're just waiting for Connor to get that old leg back, and he looks better than ever, and he's jacked right now on a yacht where God knows where. USADA sure as hell doesn't. So all they're trying to do is get connor healthy because there is no way in hell they're letting nate diaz go without that trilogy fight with conor mcgregor because that is their biggest fight that's not a title fight it's a it's a big fight is it their biggest fight no but it's still a big ass fight and they're gonna make a ton of money on it but when it comes down to nate leaving the ufc will he actually make more money well let's look how much nate has made in his most recent fights in the ufc in his most recent fights, when he fought Conor the first time, he made $620,000 that we know of. Now, remember, there is kind of an under table agreement here where if Dana is feeling friendly, he will pay these guys under the table more money than reported. So we don't actually know, but we're going based off the analytics that we can get online. So Nate Diaz made $620,000 for the first Conor fight. In the second Conor fight, he made $2.2 million dollars. That's a lot of cheddar, baby. And then against Leon Edwards, his most recent fight, he made $1.1 This is a lot of money. Now, is it more money than he would uh, make fighting Jake Paul? I don't think so for a variety of reasons. I think one of the reasons Nate wants to leave is he knows he can make more money. He's also not getting any younger. So for him... I think the base, best case scenario would you're not getting out of the contract. One of the reasons why the UFC is the UFC and these other leagues can't really compete is because the UFCs have the best lawyers. Their lawyers are second to none. Those contracts are airtight. Those contracts are tight as a SEALs asshole. There's nothing getting in. There's nothing getting out. There's nothing you can do about it. And also the way it works for you guys, sure you should know this, A lot of people say, well, just let Nate go or how come Nate can't just get out of the contract if you're not going to fight him? Well, the way the business works is if you have a fight left on your contract, they usually try to negotiate before you have one fight left. Nate decided not to do that. So he has one fight left. Now he has to contractually finish the one fight before he can move on. But there's a caveat to that. If the UFC offers him fights and he turns them down, I'm not saying he's done this. I do not know this. But if he turns down a fight, that prolongs his contract six months regardless, whether he has three fights, five fights, one fight. If you turn down a fight, it prolongs the contract. Does that make sense? So let's say you had uh, uh, one fight left and you have six months to get it done. The UFC asks you a fight and Nate goes, I don't like the Hamzat fight. Now, I'm not saying he did this. This is all hypothetical. But if he goes, I have six months left. I have to do one fight. You offer me Hamzat. I don't like that matchup. I'm not taking it. That doesn't mean he can get out of his contract. That means it prolongs his contract another six months. Now, if he has six months left or a year left and UFC doesn't offer many fights, then his contract would expire, and that's on the UFC. But I would assume the UFC's not doing that. They're very smart That the top of the frickin' Ponzi scheme of fighting for a reason. I didn't mean to say Ponzi scheme. You know what I'm saying. Lack of vocabulary, to be honest. But there's a reason why they're at where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Their contracts are airtight. So to me, from the outside looking in, it looks like Nate... They might have offered him fights. is not the best fights, but it just keeps prolonging his contract. And But all the UFC is doing, they know he's going to turn on the fights. Or maybe he's accepted the fights and it's fell through. Or like you said, Hamzat's getting married or you know, out of shape, doesn't want to take the fight for what a variety of reasons. But the UFC is offering fights just to keep giving these little nibbles, these nibbles. They're just dragging it out until Conor goes, I'm ready to go. And the UFC says, come on down. That's all they're doing. They're just buying time until they can line up the Conor-Nate Diaz fight, the trilogy fight. So going back, is that going to make the most money possible for Nate Diaz personally? I don't think so. Here's the reason. Both gentlemen, Conor and Nate Diaz, they've won one fight since 2016. In the last seven years, they've won one fight. Now, they're both bigger-than-life personalities. They're both legends. They're both first-ballot Hall of Famers, sure, But I think the excitement of that fight for both gentlemen coming off, you know, a good amount of losses, one out of seven, it's a tough sell. But not with these two. I still think the fight sells, but will it sell like it did in that second fight where Nate made $2 million? I think Connor's going to make his money regardless. He has a different deal. He's the green elephant. Well, the rest of them, even if their stars are gray elephants, Connor's going to get his. This isn't about Connor. This is about Nate. What's best for Nate? Well, what would be best for Nate is if. He plays ball because you're not getting out of the contract. You're going to have to take a fight against Conor McGregor, that trilogy fight, before they let you go anywhere else. So you're going to have to play ball. Play ball. You're going to make a good amount of money fighting Conor McGregor. Now, win or lose, Jake's still going to fight you, man. That fight's not going anywhere. Jake's only getting better. Uh, You know he's, He's fighting Tommy Fury next, and who knows what's after that. He's talking about Mike Tyson. All right, great, grand, wonderful. But I think for Jake... For him to fight a guy like Nate Diaz, it gives him so much credibility. For Jake, still, his number one priority, whether he admits it or not, and I do know Jake, whether he's going to admit it or not, he wants the validation from his peers. He wants the validation from the fight fans You go, all right, this guy's a legit fighter. He, I know he's making money like his Canelo Alvarez. I don't think he's there yet, but he's making a truckload of money. But So that's why he gets all this hate. But I think for Jake, for him, in the back of his mind, he wants to be validated. So I ask you guys, if he fought Nate Diaz, does that validate Jake for you? If he fought him and knocked out Nate Diaz, does that do it for you? Because it does it for me because people can say, oh, well, he's just an MMA guy. Sure. He's a fantastic MMA guy. But not only is the an MMA guy, but his specialty is boxing. Sure as hell not kicking. Sure as hell not checking kicks. Nate specializes in boxing and jujitsu. Outside that – It's not what he does. So Nate has been in the camp with Andre Ward. His brother's been in the camp with Andre Ward. They fancy themselves boxers. So Nate's not going to be like a Woodley or a Ben Askren who looks uncomfortable in boxing gloves, doesn't really know the boxing ring. It's kind of a new experience for him. For Nate, it's going to be a pretty familiar territory. I think Jake's in for a pretty rude awakening with Nate Diaz and the pressure he brings and also the volume of punches that he brings. These other guys sit back and let Jake do his thing. Nate isn't going to do that. So overall, will Nate make more money if let's say in this strange world, if the UFC was to release him right now, let's say off all these tweets, Dana sees it. Uncle Dana goes, All right, get him out of here. I'm sick of this stuff. He pissed on our building that we built. He's talking all shit online, which I don't think Dana cares. But let's say he does. He pissed on the building. All right, let's cut him. So would Nate make more money? And the answer is yes. He would definitely make more money. That's why he wants to go over there and do it. Again, he's not getting any younger. The Jake Paul fight's there. You have the Logan Paul fight eventually. You have the weird Mike Tyson stuff could potentially happen. You have all these circus acts, I would almost say, all these uh, celebrity fights, even though I I do consider Jake a, a real fighter. So, you know, but you have these, You know, not your conventional fights that he could take on and earn more money because the UFC's business model since 2019, since they signed with ESPN, it's no longer star driven. Sure, the stars bring eyeballs, but the UFC really doesn't care. They want to give you good fights and they're doing that. And thank God they do that. And I love it, but they don't really care. All they have to do is fulfill their contract and give ESPN, whatever it is, 46 fights a year. And they're getting their money regardless. So, if you're a big UFC star, I mean, sure, the UFC likes stars, but that's not their business model anymore. It's not the 18. So, for guys like Nate Diaz, Masvidal, Connors of the Outlier, uh, John Jones, Francis, um, you know, Poirier, Volkanovski, Izzy, the UFC really doesn't care about your pay-per-view numbers. They just need to put on fights. So it almost hurts your negotiation abilities when you're sitting at the table. It hurts these guys. So I do think Nate would make more money if he was cut today and went and fought the Jake Pauls, the Logan Pauls of the world, and whatever else is out there for him. And then also not to mention the sponsorship. His sponsorship would be way higher. So can he beat the – two million he got in the second counter fight? Absolutely. Can he beat the 1.1 million to fight Leon Edwards? Absolutely. No question about it. Cause you look at Jake Paul's last opponents. If you look at, uh, Woodley, you know, he said he made flat 2 million, not to mention the pay-per-view percentage. He says the most money he's ever made. He said he made more money in that one fight than he did fighting in a few years in the UFC. He was a champ. Y'all must have forgot welterweight champ Woodley made more money in one fight against Jake Paul than he did in a few years of being a champion in the UFC. You don't think Nate Diaz can make more money? Come on. You don't think that's a bigger fight? You don't, you don't think that's selling more pay-per-views? You don't think he's getting big-time sponsorships, bigger sponsorships than Venom? Okay. Okay. Of course he'd make more money. Even like Ben Askren. Even look at Ben Askren. It was reported he made 500000 flat. I know, Ben. Ben told me he made seven figures, the most money he's ever made in the history of his illustrious fight career. That's Ben Askren. He made seven figures. Nate made seven figures fight Leon Edwards. You're telling me that Nate Diaz can't leave the UFC and go make more money? You're out of your mind. Of course he would make more money. More money not only fighting these guys, which are, I think, easier fights for him, but also more money in sponsorship but here's the caveat to all this. I think the move for Nate is, and you're going to have to, that was all hypothetical, because for Nate, you have to f- get that last fight for the UFC. They're going to get theirs. You got to pay the Piper. The piper is Uncle Dana White. You have one fight in your contract. They're not going to let you carry on and mosey your way over to Jake Paul and make more money than God. You're going to have to fight Conor McGregor for the trilogy fight and wrap that whole legacy fight up. That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to make a lot of money doing that. And it's a fight you can win. So there's really no downsides. If I'm Nate Diaz, I get the tweets. That's what he does. And fans love it. And he flips the bird to the boss and fuck the man. I get all that. I love it. Shit. It's my first hot take on it because I love it so much. But at the same time, it's all good in the Nate Diaz world. You're going to eventually get that fight, maybe December, maybe January, depending what Connor's doing on those yachts. Who knows? But you're going to get that fight, and we're going to be excited to watch it. And you're make tons of money doing that. And that's win, lose, or draw. The Jake fight's not going anywhere. So let's, uh, let's double dip here. Let's dip from the UFC, then dip on out and fight Jake Paul because it doesn't matter. Win, lose, or draw. The Jake Paul fight's waiting for you at the end of this very, very rich rainbow that you are headed down. So you're going to make more money than God, and it's all good. Patience, grasshopper. It's happening. You're going to fight Connor, wrap the trilogy up, and then you're going to fight Jake Paul. That's how it goes for you. So these next 12 months for Nate Diaz, you're going sizzler. You're making all the money in the world. And we're proud of you here at Thick, boy. But I would say this. Here's the question to the fans out there, leaving the comments. If Nate Diaz were to lose to Jake Paul, what's that do for his legacy? How do you guys feel about it? That's why I think there's more pressure on Nate than Jake Paul. That's why I think there's a lot of pressure on Nate if he were to leave the UFC and fight the likes of a Jake Paul. What does it do for his legacy? What's it do if he we were to lose to a YouTuber? Jake Paul, again, buddy, still, he was on the Disney channel. A few years ago, he's making YouTube videos with like pink Lamborghinis and shit. He just started fighting. If he were to knock Nate Diaz cold, flat, What's that do for his legacy? A lot of pressure, a lot of money. Either way, it's a win-win for Nate Diaz. I'll see you guys next time.